TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. All righty. Hello, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, the main gunman has been found having apparently blown his own head off, which uh, he really should have done before killing 18 people and uh, maiming over a dozen in Maine uh, late last week. Um, And that was, frankly, for me and probably for many of you, the uh, expected outcome of this situation that uh, he was not going to stand trial. I I will never understand for the life of me why these insane people um, decide to kill a whole bunch of other people before taking their own lives. If if you are so inclined to take somebody else's life because you hear voices, start with yourself. Start with yourself and, and then go from there and see how far that goes. But uh, what what do we do as a society to keep the dangerously mentally ill from getting firearms from owning firearms Um, and there's a big difference between people who are dangerously mentally ill and people like cops who take uh, antidepressants or mood stabilizers or something like that and we saw it here in Buffalo and western New York Uh, frankly I I put uh, the blame at the top shooting uh, somewhat on law enforcement down in the Binghamton area because they knew that this young psycho had threatened a school. Now, I'm sorry, but if you threaten a school, bye-bye firearms. You should not be able to own a firearm if you threaten anybody with a firearm for no reason whatsoever. It should not happen. And yet it happened in Binghamton because the New York State Police dropped the ball. And it happened, well, it happened in Buffalo, but in Binghamton, that's where the state police took him to the hospital. And the doctors also dropped the ball. Uh, We don't name the top shooter on this show, by the way, just in case you were wondering. And it happened in Maine, where this guy was as nutty as a fruitcake. And yet he was able to possess firearms. There is something that is seriously wrong with this picture. Every, almost every single mass shooting that we have had, and the list keeps on growing and growing. It's like the mass shooting of the day. Um, What do you do to stop the insane from possessing firearms, especially if law enforcement, they're not going to do anything about it? And again, Uh, Go back, read the stories about the top shooter. He threatened people at a school he was attending, 
and they took him in, and then the doctors gave him clearance, and somehow after all of that, after all of the laws of New York State, he was able to legally obtain firearms and wreak havoc on uh, Buffalo's east side. And furthermore, let me ask you this. Is the Second Amendment outdated? Should individuals be allowed to own firearms? Or should firearms only be allowed to be owned by the military and by law enforcement agencies? And, of course, some law enforcement people are nuts, too. So that maybe that will, maybe that would not help. Uh, what What is the answer to all of this stuff? And it just, it just, it, you know, the, the more you read about the uh, situation in May, the more you probably are asking yourself, well, how is a guy like this, able to actually legally possess firearms. Now, he did try to buy a silencer, a suppressor, and he put on the form that, uh, yes, he had received, uh, he had been committed to a mental institution. I forget the exact nature of the question, but I, I don't understand it because the main situation should not have happened. The main law enforcement uh, people dropped the ball. They let him without any interference, and apparently there is no ATF in Maine, which frankly is okay with me, but they, uh, they, they let him own firearms. And what did he do with those firearms? He killed a whole bunch of innocent people at a bowling alley and a cornhole tournament. Uh, it's absolutely uh, insane. So let me uh, ask you, uh, without interjecting too many of my own opinions here, should individuals in the United States be allowed to own firearms? Or is the Second Amendment outdated? Is it a relic of the past? Was it made for the days of muskets and not AR-15s? That is the question. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And what should disqualify somebody, uh, an individual, from owning a firearm. What, what is the legitimate case to be made for disqualifying somebody for owning a firearm? And I think in both the case of the Tops shooter and this lunatic in Maine that they gave every indication that they were not to be trusted with a rusty butter knife, much less uh, an AR platform firearm. It makes absolutely no sense. And you look back at all the mass shootings we've had, well, most of the mass shootings we've had, and you will find severe underlying mental illness that is part and parcel to those shootings. Now, most people who own firearms, obviously, are not going out and committing mass shootings. And obviously, I'd like to believe that if somebody in Maine was packing a firearm, that they were, uh, they they would have been able to have stopped the shooting. Uh, a couple of people charged the gunman when he was in the midst of his mayhem, but they ended up dead. But I give them, uh, I give them high marks for trying. And I always joke to people that. Well, it's not really a joke, I suppose, but I always comment to people that if some lunatic comes in here, I'm charging him. I, I'm sorry. I don't care how big. I'm charging him because it may well save lives. And I figure I'm going to die anyway, so I might as well go down fighting and I might as well go down swinging uh, with this psycho with a gun. 
0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And you see, the thing is, the more of these mass shootings that take place, the uh, – uh, the yeah, don't don't even bother putting them on hold if they're off topic, Tanner. Just hang up on them and just tell them to call back another time. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. That is the topic that we are talking about today. If you're calling in about any other topic uh, right now, just, just, just hang up because we're not going to put you on the air. You're just wasting your own time. So what, what do we do about uh, situations – where somebody who presents with obvious, clear, mental uh, breakdown-type situations wants a firearm. Uh, it's just, it, to me, it's just, it's insane. It's utterly insane. And then, here in New York State, I know people who have had their firearms rights taken away for reasons that are dubious at best. Uh, there was one case of which I heard where an individual was setting off fireworks and lost his Second Amendment privileges because he was setting off fireworks. Really? Oh, okay, I see a connection there. Mm, Setting off fireworks to celebrate Independence Day, that must make you a mass murderer, right? Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And and I guess the, the ancillary question here is, Uh, Is the Second Amendment outdated? Should the Second Amendment be done away with? Should only the police and the military be allowed to carry guns legally in the United States? Is that the problem? Or is the problem the fact that these seriously mentally ill people somehow are able to obtain firearms? Like the Topps murderer and like the individual in Maine who eventually ended up being found with his head blown off, which he should have done first instead of inflicting so much pain and sorrow on so many people. So I want your thoughts on what we do uh, as a society with uh, a situation like this, because obviously the Second Amendment is enshrined in the Constitution. Uh, It is a right just like the First Amendment, just like the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, and all the other amendments that go into the Bill of Rights. But uh, what what is, tell you what, we, we hear all the time about common sense gun control. And I would say that common sense gun control means that if you threaten somebody else, Okay, like the individual in Maine, like the individual who uh, murdered all those people at Tops in Buffalo. If you make violent threats against people, they should take your guns and you should never see them again. If, on the other hand, uh, because there's all this fake awareness about mental health issues, if, on the other hand, uh, you are voluntarily uh, evaluated, if you are voluntarily uh, I don't want to say treated because that would indicate that there is a uh, an illness underlying the situation, but uh, there, there's 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 a line, and to me the line is if you threaten to do harm to somebody else and you have a firearm, you should lose that firearm. Uh, it's it's as simple as that. And this individual in Maine, uh, how in the hell do you say that? Hey. I'm mentally ill. Yes, I'm severely mentally ill, but I'm a firearms instructor. How do you get to keep your firearm? 
In, in what weird world does that actually happen? They should have taken his firearms immediately. I mean, God, in New York State, you do a lot less than that. They're going to take your firearms. 803, oh, not that New York State should be the example for the rest of the country because this state sucks. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to John in Niagara Falls. John, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you? My Hello, voice is a little bad right now. Um yeah, I've listened a lot, but I finally had a chance to call about the topic. Um, the top's killer, when he threatened his school the year prior, back in 21, um, he was 17. And when the state police got involved with that, because of the raise your age, the age laws that took effect just prior to that, he had to be treated as a juvenile. He could not. That doesn't matter to me. Whatever whatever the law says, that doesn't matter to me. He had firearms, he had threatened people, and he should have had them taken away. And he got more firearms after threatening people. I don't care if he was 12 or 17. He wasn't on any list. He should have been. He should have been on the next list. He should have been on the next list. Age, Age or no age, he should have been put on the list as somebody who ought not ever to own a firearm. I, I agree with you, uh, but I'm telling you the way that, that it worked was with the laws being raised, he had to be treated differently than an adult, whereas prior to that, he would have, at age 16, he would have been treated like an adult. Well, that's uh, that's very unfortunate, and uh, clearly that is a part of the law that I think needs to be changed because any any rational, common-sense person would say, if you are, I don't care if you're 13 years old. If you I, threaten I to do harm to somebody, you should not have any firearm, period. And I agree with you. I'm just saying what they had to deal with, and it shouldn't be that way. Well, they, they should have kept a close eye on him. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, yeah. they, they should have kept a very close eye on him. Hey, has he, has he purchased any yeah. guns? Have any, has his family purchased any firearms? What's the story? He never should have had a firearm, ever. Yeah. Well, I, I do agree with you. I'm just saying had the law not been changed, he definitely would have been treated differently. Yeah, I mean, I well, not, not, not to mention his animal abuse, which is a very big indicator that somebody has yeah. absolutely no regard whatsoever for life, much less human life. Uh, so what, what do we do? Just give me an answer, my love. What do we do about situations like, let's just say, a 17-year-old who clearly is unbalanced, who clearly, not just unbalanced, who is dangerously unbalanced? There's a lot of unbalanced yeah, people in the world. We call them artists. <laughs> yeah, well, he should. There, there should be any time, as you said, when you're talking about threatening people, you have firearms. There shouldn't be an age involved with that. No, no, there, there, there shouldn't be. And uh, frankly, the law needs to be changed. And again, I've, I've heard of far too many people who have lost their Second Amendment rights based on very, very flimsy circumstances when they haven't threatened anybody at all and when there is no long-term pattern of mental illness. It's absurd.
Right. Well, we had a veteran, we had a veteran who got busted under New York safe because he had an extended magazine or a magazine that uh, had, had more than the allotted number of rounds in it. You know, and he, he ended up, I don't know what the adjudication of that was, but he ended up uh, spending a lot of money on legal fees. So tell me, is is the yeah, Second Amendment is is the Second Amendment outdated? No. Why not? I don't think so. Well, I I think that law-abiding people, responsible people, should be allowed to have firearms. Who's responsible though? It, it, what if what if you get drunk on a weekend? Does that make you a responsible person? What if you're smoking weed? Does that make you a responsible person? Well, I'm, just, I'm throwing, I'm throwing if, these questions if out. If you just own me. a firearm and you're getting drunk, but you're not in the firearms home locked up, I don't think that that's a, you know, a real problem. So the uh, individual in Maine who clearly was not anywhere close to 17 years old, WTAF, buddy, what, what, what's going on there? Yeah, well, that, that, they totally dropped the ball there. I mean, I was reading the main firearm statutes, and there are a um, specific uh, listings, if you will, of individuals who are not allowed to buy firearms, own firearms, or buy any accessories for firearms. And from what I see, with the exception of buying the trying to buy the suppressor, uh, this individual, despite his own admitted mental illness and his history of threatening people was not on the list i mean can, can we just agree now a common sense gun control can we agree that if somebody threatens somebody physically that they should not own a firearm yeah uh, and I, I think definitely in his case there's all kinds of evidence going pointing towards that that he should have had them he should not have had any access on the other hand, Problem don't you wish? On the other hand, don't you wish that somebody in Maine, where I always thought everybody carried uh, underneath their flannel shirts and beards, um, I, I thought that uh, everybody had a firearm and could have returned fire. Yeah, well, apparently not in that in a bowling alley. It's kind of hard to bowl with a gun in your pocket, I guess. Well, it depends on the size of the gun, but then again, size <laughs> isn't everything. Uh, but uh, thank thank you very much. I uh, I appreciate the call. Yeah. Uh, what what do we do about these mass shootings? And uh, what do we do to make sure that people? I mean, who should not own a firearm? Uh, that, that's that's I, I think what what the basic question is. Who should not own a firearm? And I submit to you that if you go around threatening people, if you threaten one person, and, and and it can be proven that you are going to do them bodily harm, that you have forfeited any right to carry a firearm, it, or to own a firearm. You should not have a firearm, and the law should take it away. Let the ATF get off their asses and do something to people who actually deserve it. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, call. I have, by the way, in case you haven't guessed, I have very little use for federal agencies, just in case you wanted to know. It is uh, 226 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, there's a deep, steely Dan cut for you. Hello. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tanner Saunders is uh, behind the glass, uh, making the magic happen on WBEN Loves. So, uh, you know, this uh, shooting in Maine, just uh, the mass murder in Maine, uh, 18 dead, 13 wounded. Uh, I got to ask you guys the question, what do we do about a situation like this, which it's like the mass shooting of the week, the mass shooting of the day. What do we do about it? And one of the interesting things to me is that uh, pretty much, well, pretty much all of these mass murders are committed by people with known mental illness. Uh, I mean, serious mental illness. We're all a little bit messed up. You're a little bit messed up. I'm a little bit messed up. But I sure as hell am not going to take a firearm and start blazing away at people for no good reason. And neither are you. But there are psychos out there who will do it. And we see evidence of that all the time. So what do we do? Uh, And is the Second Amendment something that is a relic of the past. Here is uh, Rich on a cell phone. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. Okay, so the Second Amendment, first off, I'll tackle that one first. Uh, I believe this incident answers the question in that it is not outdated as people have a right to defend themselves. And, you know, it's always a thing where a law targets people that obey the law. And perhaps if the law was enforced, you know, these people should have been reported to NICS on a background check. It should have popped up as flagged and they would not have secured the firearms. Yet we have more laws on top of more laws on top of more laws. And until we get serious about enforcing the laws that we have on the books, another hundred laws aren't going to make a difference. It only affects the people that actually obey the law. But how come so many people with serious mental illness end up getting their hands on these weapons of mass destruction? Well, they get their hands on vehicles, too, and drive themselves through, you know, crowds of people as well. 
Uh, but not as, nearly again, as often as these mass shootings. I mean, ma- well, mass shootings are the, that's like the coward's way. That's the coward's way to get your name in the paper. Well, there, that's a different issue entirely. I mean, it is certainly connected to a mental illness, but there's the laws that handle this. Uh, they're not really set up proper. They're set to take up, take the, the firearms away, take your rights away. But they're not set up because, you know, it's an illness, so it's implied that there is ability to be treated and overcome it, just like any other illness. There are no mechanisms to assure that once you have been certified by a professional, by your doctor, that you are no longer a problem. You have been, your mental problems have been addressed. There is no Uh, doctor, there are very, very few doctors who are going to sign a piece of paper saying this person is absolutely fine and should be able to own firearms. They are as scared of that as they are writing out narcotic scripts. Well, there's, then that's where the laws are not serving the people. The laws are serving the politicians. So, you know, there's, there are ways to address this. So first and foremost is these things should have been, those incidences should have been reported to NICS. That's, you know, given there there is no debate about that, they did not report them. It's just like the kid in Georgia that walked into a, a, a Sunday school Bible study and you know, oh. lit up a, a room. He was a similar thing. They had information on him. They had committed him. The sheriff did not report it to Nick's. The database is only as good as the data that's reported into it, and clearly there is a problem obeying the law from the law enforcers on reporting this stuff so when that background check is run, it's actually effective. I don't know. Here in New York State, you light a fart, they're going to put you on Nick's. Well, sure, but unless your name's Hunter Biden. I mean, you know, no! you got a guy who lied on a federal form for firearms, and it was disqualifying, and it was a felony, and they, they didn't enforce the law. They Then they had to because of political optics. And the reason why they chose that one to give him a plea deal and then lump all the other things in and give him perpetual immunity uh, was that it was, you know, showing that, oh, he's not being favored. Yet, you know, there are people that, you know, but it's an example of not enforcing the law. I mean, there are people that are not that are not named Biden that, you know, called a couple of white lies, I am sure, on a form, on a federal form. And they're not enforced. You know, they're not they're not caught. They're not nothing happens. There's no consequence. So. You can have the laws on the books, but until people understand and society remembers that there are real consequences to breaking these laws, you're just, you know, in the midst of defund the police and everything is systemically unfair. And, you know, that's especially when it comes from the elected officials. You does know, it the, bother you? Does it bother you that this guy in Maine, who absolutely positively was a Norman Bates psychotype, actually was able to own firearms, not only that, but to be a firearms instructor? I think it's more bothersome that he was a part of our military and the National Guard. I mean, well, that's, <laughs> you want, in the words you want of Arlo Guthrie, kill, 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 you're our boy. Right. I mean, it's, it's you know, we <laughs> there are definitely issues there, but nonetheless, you know, it, it does it concern me? I'm more concerned about what I can have to protect myself because, you know, if I worry myself to death about what everybody has around me, I'll never leave the house. I'll never live my life. I want to make sure that 
you know, I can protect myself in the event that some nut job does pop up. And I, I can have a stand of fighting chance, and that's my right to do so. Well, there uh, has there be has taken... been a case in the past year, sir. I forgive my interruption. I apologize. No, it's probably, there there no has problem. been a case in the last year where a, an armed citizen stopped a mass shooting uh, before it got too horribly uh, terrible. I think two mm. people died before the uh, armed citizen was able to put the mad dog out of his misery. Right, and it, it happens a lot often, a lot more often than than is reported. You know, you get. The reason why we're right now seeing this this increase or seeming increase in quote-unquote mass shootings is because it makes the press. And we have real-time information, and people are getting it out there. But you never hear about the person who's defending themselves unless it's something that's that's relatively dramatic and, and goes against. They have to report it. You know, they can't bury it to counter the narrative. So... You know, there's there are stats out there, you know, ranging from the Brady Bunch, you know, 800,000 times a year, private citizens use their privately held pistols or firearms. It doesn't necessarily need to be a handgun um, to stop themselves or prevent a crime or prevent themselves from becoming a victim. The NRA has it pegged up around two million. But from 800,000 to 2 million, whatever it may be, with 14,000 murders in, in, you know, annually, according to FBI statistics, either one of those numbers is a hell of a lot higher than the potential victimhood would be. You know what I'm saying? So you, we understand that it is your right to protect yourself. You shouldn't have to. That's the point. That's why we have laws. That's why they need to be enforced. You shouldn't have to protect yourself. A society of laws and consequences for breaking the laws is safe by nature. But you have to enforce the laws. You can't have people going out there lad-handing, and every time they're fundraising off of one of these, saying we need more laws. It's an empty, hollow shell that may sound really good, but at the end of the day, when they don't enforce law number 101 that they passed, it's just as effective, and it has resulted in the same things as the previous 100 laws that said we're going to solve the problem. You so I think I know what your answer is going to be, but actions. I, I, yeah, I think I know what your answer is going to be, but uh, is the Second Amendment outdated? Is the time come for the government to say, Americans, you may no longer carry firearms? Absolutely You may no not. longer own firearms. Absolutely not. It's in fact, today is more so than ever why it's important to maintain and preserve and protect that Second Amendment. And, you know, until we the people demand that those who are serving on our behalf actually execute the laws, and this goes to the executives in the governor's mansions, in the county halls, and in the White House, those executives do their job in making sure the laws are executed. That's what their job is. That's where it's falling down. You know, I can't chuck the lawmakers under the bus because they don't make sure the law is enforced. That's the executive branch. So whether it's a president, a governor, a mayor, or a county executive, if you're not looking at the laws and you're trying to instead take the guns away from law-abiding, you're not doing your job. And they should be replaced with people that will do their job and make sure those who have sworn the oath to go out and serve and protect actually do it or there are consequences, meaning they're no longer on the force or they're riding a desk or they're just writing parking tickets. What would you so, have done with this are, lunatic in Maine? Uh, well, what do you mean? When, when he started popping off, if I was in law enforcement, I would have reported him immediately to Nick's. 
and then you'd wait from from there. And if he has a violation that pops up, it's got to be reported when he fails the background check. And then you go and you take action. You enforce the law according to what's on the books. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your call. We go to uh, Bill in. Uh, sorry, I, I neglected to hang up that line. I'm an idiot. Here's uh, Bill in uh, Tonawanda. Bill, uh, by the way, Bowerly's Babes, uh, you can check in on this, too. This need not be a sausage fest, this part of the show. You're on WBEN. Welcome. Hello. Um, so, it's, you know, I, I have a bit of a long answer to this because there's a lot that goes into it. But in answer to your first, to your main question, is the Second Amendment outdated? I think that's really a non-question at this point. Guns are here to stay. I mean, academically, uh, now I don't know the history. You, you probably will shut me down on this, but I, but originally, the Second Amendment was for us to protect ourselves against the government. It's a bit outdated unless we're going to allow people to have Apache helicopters in their backyard. Uh, I mean, we're in the, the average citizen is infinitely uh, underpowered against our government. Should there be a problem with our government coming after us? So what do I what that, do I do what do I do with that analysis? Because if uh, you can't own a bazooka, an atomic bomb, or an Apache helicopter, then what's the difference? Well, all I'm saying is, I, 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 fundamentally, it is outdated. Am I saying get rid of it? No. I mean, guns are here to stay. Out of all the countries in the world, we're the one where if they were to stop manufacturing guns, uh, we would probably find guns for 100 more years. Just, we just have so many. So at this point, I think it's just a stupid argument. It's a straw man argument uh, to, 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 to discuss whether or not the Second Amendment is, you know, should be on the table for, the, you know, a chopping block. It's, it's moot. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't want to focus on that. I'm not against guns. Don't get me wrong. Do I have a gun? No. I'll say that plainly. I don't. But I'm not against guns either. Uh, and I'm on the fence on the AR-15. I'll admit that. I don't know whether or not that should be something that should be banned or not. I get the arguments on both sides. Um, and the caller before me was uh, was right. We need to enforce current laws instead of adding more laws uh, it, it is, as far as that goes. But the, the main thing that needs to be done is we need to take mental health seriously. Because the, the Republicans aren't wrong. It's not a gun. It's not necessarily a gun issue. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Uh, mental, the mental health situation needs to be focused on. Uh, but nothing's going to get done. I believe I called you the, uh, called you or David about this at, at one point uh, related to another shooting uh, where uh, we need to be serious about taking care of uh, mental health. But we're not willing to put the funds in it. No. Uh, and, and one thing that I agree with you on uh, is uh, I, th I, I think it's time for us to acknowledge we need a single-payer system and get rid of private health care. And the one benefit to that is, the, is we could probably actually put our teeth into mental health and, 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 and finally have money for it. Uh, and actually have institutions to hold people like we used to, that we
we oh, I don't, I don't know because there's a lot of people uh, listening in the GTA, greater Toronto area, who are going to say, hey, OHIP or no OHIP, we've got our fair share of lunatics sleeping on the streets and dumping in the streets as well. I mean, just, just having, for example, a, uh, a socialized medicine approach, you're still not going to be able to force people to stay on medication. No, I, I mean, look, I I've got my thoughts. That. Believe me, I've got my thoughts on health insurance and uh, what this country has, has come to and the pharmaceutical industry and everything else. I certainly have my thoughts on that. But uh, as, as much as the single-payer system, I, I think in some respects makes sense because people should not lose everything they've ever worked for if they or their spouse or a child runs into a horrible illness. Uh, I mean, I can probably go along with you to a point on that, but I, it's like mental illness. See, this, this, is what, this is what kills me is all the talk about mental illness and, oh, it's time to listen. It's time to pay attention to mental illness. It's time to blah, 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 blah. And nothing ever changes and nothing ever will change because there's a stigma attached to it that is not attached to leukemia or anything else. And I, and I agree with you. And I, all your statements on uh, uh, single-payer health, I agree with. Uh, I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, the, the, the reason why I said that is because we, no, we need funding to get back to where we were with mental institutions. And you're right. It's not a, it's not a silver bullet. It's not a. It's it's not going to. It's not a cure all. And I and I don't deny that in Canada you have people that are on the street that are, uh, not are that are not mentally there, but it is. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's it's a help where if you feel that someone needs to be institutionalized, that they go there. We don't have many institutions here. They all should. They, they, there's not many. We, there used to be a lot, uh, uh, and, the, and the, the, the funding for it has all gotten away, uh, 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 has, has all gone away. We need to get back to – that's why I said the single, the single pair would be beneficial. It may be – I may have been uh, a little bit heavy-handed or broad-stroking it. Uh, main point is we need funding to help cure the, the mentally ill. But, no but a lot, a lot of the mentally ill are on Medicaid anyway, so it's not like they're having to run up these huge bills. They're all paid for by the taxpayer. But they're outside of. They're, they're all trusted to, for the most part. You're in, unless you're, for the most part, most these people are trusted to be on their own and not uh, kept in a facility. Uh, we're, we're relying on jails instead of uh, mental health situations where this guy was seeing a psychologist, a psychiatrist, they know he, they knew he was crazy. The argument for them to have take his, taken his guns, yes, it's there. But why was he not put away? He was clearly a threat. We could put Be- him away because- and treat him. Because in the early 1970s, there was a movement which continues today to deinstitutionalize people with mental illness. And as you accurately said, trust them to be compliant with taking their medications. How'd that work out for you? Well, we need to get back to where it was before. Well, you know what? I I could be wrong. I was contributing that to the 
was not money. I, I was attributing the lack of lack of what we just talked about to money. They didn't want people. The, the government didn't want to fund uh, the, the, these institutions anymore. Which well, is of course, what, I mean the dollar sign is always there, but there was also a movement, like a, a civil rights movement for the severely mentally ill. And, you know, these uh, do-gooders thought they were doing a great service to society by getting these people out of shelter, out of three squares a day, and onto the streets of Allentown and elsewhere. Good thinking. Right, and I didn't I didn't take that into account, so I do apologize for not knowing that answer. Don't, don't worry about uh, that. You don't have to apologize. But, uh, I mean, so my point being is we need to we need to look at mental health, get the get the stigma and get the human rights. They do have human rights, but get the, the PC element out of it and put them back into institutions where they're less likely to uh, cause harm. Hey, how uh, many people would have frozen to death in the blizzard of 22 if they had been institutionalized? A lot less. But the problem is... Um, with the mentally ill, they don't know what's best for them. And, you know, we had a very popular guy in the village of Williamsville who was offered shelter for the night, who turned it down, who ended up dying in a bus shelter on Main Street. He had every opportunity to go to someplace warm. Uh, He was offered a room. He turned it down, and he's dead. He's as dead as Dillinger. And it's unfortunate because he was he was a great he was a great guy, community character. I uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Uh, what do we what do we do as a society when we've got the mass shooting of the week and the common denominator seems to be mental illness? And unfortunately, one of the common denominators seems to be that the law enforcement people are not doing their jobs. People um, are possessing firearms who ought not to possess firearms. Why? Look, if you threaten somebody you should not have a firearm. I mean, whether it's a domestic situation or whether it's a situation where you're threatening to shoot up the workplace or shoot up the school, you should absolutely not legally be allowed to have a firearm. It's, I mean, to me, it's, it's kind of, it, at, this, at this point, after all these shootings, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. And I don't understand why we don't have more of a focus on that. And as our previous caller said, on legitimate, serious damaging mental illness 803-0930 star 930 1-800-616-WBEN what is your answer i don't claim to have the answers but maybe you do on news radio 930 wben tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four donchich the step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.